I'm ready. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to episode 240 of the Mars Attacks podcast. I'm your host, Victor. And for this week, we have an episode with just me. Uh, This is basically a sample of what I do on the Victor M. Ruiz podcast, which is on Patreon. Uh, There are other things that I do on my Patreon, but I wanted to give you guys a feel for what it's like to listen to one of my exclusive podcasts on Patreon. Okay, there's the Victor M. Ruiz podcast where I basically talk about behind the scenes stuff regarding the podcast, the Mars Attacks and Signals from Mars uh, shows. Also, there is um, uh, an album of the week, which I put together. It's a video where I show you an album from my collection. And I shouldn't say album because it's been a CD in the past. It's been singles in the past. It's been a bunch of different things that aren't just albums, just cool things that I have in my collection that I think you guys would like to check out. You know, I definitely like looking at videos or different things when people send me pictures of maybe an album that they picked up or a vinyl that they've picked up or some limited edition thing. It's always cool to share that kind of stuff. So I thought about doing it after seeing some of my patrons similar, namely Mr. Jeremy Weltman. And I figured, shit, I should give this a try. I think it would be cool. I think people would like this. And for the most part, I mean, the feedback has been really good with that. Uh, I also post a lot of different videos. It depends on how much, how many videos are released, how many videos are sent my way as well. Um, this week is kind of funny because I think I only did three videos per day. There are other days where it's six to eight videos. Sometimes it's just two per day, you know, around the holidays when there's a lot of things not being released, aren't a lot of videos to, to show, you know, not a lot of stuff to post. So this week, uh, videos are posting at, um, uh, it's what, uh, 1 p.m. 6 p.m. and 11.59 p.m. my time. So if you're in the East Coast of the U.S., that's um, uh, 9 a.m. Or I'm sorry, 7 a.m., 9 a.m. Now, what am I talking about? 7 a.m., 12 noon, and then it's at 6 p.m. I try to space it out so that they're not just one after the other. I mean, if there's some new video by a band that I think everyone really likes. It's a bigger band. I'll try to post that right away while it's, you know, kind of hot off the, the presses per se. But uh, also with Patreon, you know, I throw up questions and stuff up there for the patrons. I'm working on some other shows. I don't want to say much more than that at the moment, but I'm kind of leaving this, not leaving it in the hands of the patrons, but I'm, Having the patrons help me determine what I do with some of this stuff. I mean, the support that I receive, I mean, first and foremost from the patrons is above and beyond because they're in, you know, they're always there on the Friday night live streams, uh, chiming in. 
they're always there with, you know, different things, helping me put these playlists together that are up on the MarsAttacksRadio.com website. They're all based on patrons picks. You have Jeremy Weltman who does the patrons pick album of the week, you know, things like that. There's so many things where they're involved. And I realize that they're a core group of guys that really, you know, go above and beyond seriously without kissing people's asses. But yeah, without their support, I mean, I wouldn't be trying to uh, push things the, the way that I do. And I get it. There are other people that would love to be involved and can't for whatever reason, for economic reasons or whatnot. And I get that. So if you can like, subscribe, share any of that helps, it all goes a long way. It helps me, you know, get guests on the show. It makes publicists see that what I do is serious because, you know, I, I get that kind of stuff from time to time where, Oh, you're not getting the, you know, the, the same engagements as this person is getting. Yeah. I didn't have a fucking show on MTV either. So you know, what do you want me to do about that? <laughs> There's really, you know, not exactly going to go out and buy fake followers. Like a lot of people actually do. But uh, anyway, I do want to thank my patrons for their support. So real quickly, Johan in Sweden, Metal Dan, Jerry from Long Island, Jose in Connecticut, Chris Vaglio from the Chris and Amanda show, the Metal Dentist, Gabriel Ruiz, Mark Striegel from the Talking Metal podcast. We have Brad Dahl from Yarg Metal, Mike Jones, Jeremy Weltman, and Twisted Steve Hoker. Here's Jeremy Weltman with Patrons Hi everyone, it's time for another Patron's Pick. This week, Victor picked albums by Poppy and A Pale Horse Named Death to review. He also listed many, many more albums as usual. 24 new albums. That included one which was actually a new title by Uriah Heep. Uh, it's a compendium of the band's first six albums uh, on vinyl. And uh, it looks really interesting. I'll be interested to revisit that one for sure. Uh, there were also six EPs, uh, three reissues, and two live albums, including one from Doro. Um, one of the reissues, don't get me started, don't get any of the patrons started on that. It's the Thunder album, All the Right Noises. Now, that is a really, really good album. They've been releasing some great stuff, particularly since they reformed. Um, I bought the album just like everybody else. I bought the CD. Uh, I bought the CD with the extras on it, so I got a deluxe edition. And what do, what do they do? They've only gone and reissued the same album with a DVD. Why do they do that? Why do they do it to the fans? We don't like it. Patrons don't like it. Oh, Victor Ruiz. Victor himself, I know, doesn't like it. Stop it. Let's move on to the rest of the albums. There are quite a few good ones this week. There's some good ones from, uh, there's a good one from Tremonti. Uh, I like the Rebel's End album. The Temptation album, which is in French, um, was interesting music. Uh, and I quite like the Velvets album too. But this week's patrons pick, uh, it's, we're going back to some thrash. It's the German band Paradox. Uh, they're released on Napalm Records, Heresy 2, End of a Legend. This is sort of a follow-up to uh, the um, Heresy album that they released in 1989. It's actually their eighth album since 87, if you ignore the demo that they put down in that year. Um, I like the mix on this album. 
um, has a nice raw and industrial feel to it, which you'd expect from a you know a decent thrash album. Um, in, in many ways, it's not so much instruments they're using; they're sort of using weapons of torture, and that's what it sounds like. And I, and I really like that sort of feel. Um, there were some good tracks. I like Journey into Fear. There was a nine-minute-long song, A Meeting of Minds, uh, particularly like the guitar parts on that. And the riff on Unholy Conspiracy I thought was good. I'm not entirely won over by Charlie Steinhauer's vocals. Um, I think that the band could do with with better vocals, in my opinion. Um, but there's plenty of head-melting moments on that record. Um, for this week at least, Heresy 2, End of a Legend, is Patron's Pick. Oh my goodness, don't get me started on the whole re-re-re-re-re-re-re-releases. Oh my god. It's one thing that a band puts out after X amount of years reissues an album, okay? There's another thing where, you know, Deluxe Issue comes out next year, and then six months later, Deluxe with the DVD and with the... Release it on its own. You, do you want to do those deluxe editions? Fine. But release the album or that content on its own so that those that have already spent money on it don't have to buy four fucking copies of the same damn thing. Anyway, this episode is more or less to give you guys a sneak peek into what I do on Patreon. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Maybe some of you will be turned on to Patreon as a result. We'll see. In any event, enjoy. There we go. All right. Welcome one and all to uh, the Friday, September 24th edition of the Signals from Mars live stream brought to you by the Mars Attacks podcast and by VMRIT. Uh, dot com, my web design business, web design, audio editing. If you have a podcast, need to have it edited. I can do that for you. If you need to have your episodes transcribed, I can do that for you too. I can do video editing and a whole ton of other things. So uh, we are co-hostless, guestless tonight. Uh, I did a episode with John Bush of Anthrax earlier in the week which will be coming out next week. Um, one of the cool things about that episode is that uh, right off the bat, you guys will hear it. When I do the intro video, he starts to say that he digs that intro. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. John Bush saying that he likes something that I actually wrote and recorded. So there you go. That's like the thrill of a lifetime. Anyway, um want to thank all you guys for joining me tonight. I see that Rob Rowe is already uh, in the chat. Hello, Mr. Rowe. Hope things are well in Missouri. Um, seeing that you have posted a bunch of things related to the um, White Sox winning the pennant for the... Uh, 
National League Central? No, I'm only messing with you. <laughs> oh, American League. All right. Um. Anyway, so uh, what's going on tonight, folks? What What are you guys? Um, what are you guys doing tonight? What are you guys doing for the weekend? Um, we had new songs from Guns N' Roses debut today. Not sure if anyone got to listen to it uh, or not. Just posted it in Patreon about an hour ago. I see that Dr. Poison is joining me. Um, Mr. Doll, are you walking anyone off the ledge tonight? Or uh, how are things out there in Utah tonight? Um, also, we have a, a new song from Volbeat, which sounded uh, pretty cool, actually. Uh, Volbeat is a band that, honestly, I really like some of their earlier stuff. And then I kind of bailed because their music, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, when Rob Caggiano joined the band, and I'm not going to say it was him, because obviously Michael is the main songwriter. But man, I, I got to say that uh, I lost interest, to be honest. I mean, Guitar Gangsters and Cadillac Blood and Beyond Hell Above Heaven, I guess is the name of the second album. Those two albums, I really like a lot of the material off of that. And then the band, for my liking, got a little too radio friendly and started putting out like ballad type stuff and you know the cape of my hero or whatever that song was called to me it was like yeah that's that's me drawing the line um as much as i've defended nickelback in the past when nickelback is putting out stuff heavier than what you are <laughs> there's an issue if you're trying to be a hard rock band so uh, let's see. So Mr. Dahl just logged into work. I'm not actually on until 6 p.m. I'm just glad I didn't have to explain Iver. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Ivermectin to people last night. Oh, okay. Awesome. Just posted the interview or not the interview, the, the episode that I did with Brad and with uh, Steve Hoker last week was a lot of fun talking to them. You know, it's always fun talking to uh, the people that are the hardcore people that are here all the time. Um, most of the people that are in the chat, and I realize that there are people like CEO Dave that said hello during the John Bush interview. And I didn't say hello back. Sorry, I was caught up in the moment trying not to fanboy. But uh, anyway, um yeah, I, I get it. Just like what I mentioned about Patreon. I realize that there are people in my Patreon that just want to support however they can, you know, whether it's throwing two bucks my way or, or whatever it is. Um, and, you know, they're not into all the content that, that I post or whatnot. That's fine. I realize that people's days are busy. And I appreciate, you know, when I see that I have all of these people coming in and being in the chat week after week, people that are, you know, up there on Patreon all the time, commenting on bands. There are some people that just comment on 
if something like really sticks out to them, there are others that comment on everything. And that's amazing to me. So, uh, like I said, I, I always, I want to thank you guys for just taking the time out of your day to being here with me and, you know, whether I'm interviewing someone, whether I'm just on here kind of flying by the seat of my pants like I am today. Um, thanks for being here. So that's what I'm trying to get at. Anyway, um, wearing a, a shirt. Okay. I don't know if I've shown this off before, but all right. So this is actually new. This came out a few months ago. This looks like, if you see it, <laughs> it looks like the old um, Animalize VHS. Um, Rob Rowe had a, a thing the other day on his Facebook where he posted about uh, Asylum versus Crazy Nights. And it always kills me when people say, oh, by far. Um, Crazy Nights was an... Crazy Nights is one of the only Kiss albums that I can't listen to. Sorry, Chris Sinzak. Um, you know, it's got maybe one song that I can listen to, and that's it. But to hear people go, oh, this is the best album of the 80s. It's like, hello, Creatures of the Night came out in the 80s, folks. Is there an album that Kiss released better in the 80s than Creatures of the Night? Um, and for people to, to say, ah, revenge. Re revenge is the best you know album that they did outside of the original lineup fucking creatures squashes revenge give me a break <laughs> creatures is my all-time favorite kiss album uh for a bunch of different reasons and one of them is obviously when it came out when where i was at at that point in my life the lyrics to the song creatures of the night just have always spoken to me and to me, it's up there with any of the albums from the 80s, just the heaviness to it and just the, the, the bombastic sound of the drums. It was interesting. And again, I'm going to name drop uh, Chris Sinzak at Decibel Geek Podcast, who, um, who was actually in the chat while I was talking to John Bush. And he asked about working with Michael James Jackson, who had worked on Creatures and worked on Lick It Up. And... John Bush mentioned something to the effect of um, them wanting something different out of him. They wanted kind of that heaviness that he gave Kiss on those albums. And they felt that they didn't, they, they kind of didn't do that. So it's kind of interesting to hear. Thank you, Chris, for jumping on in and, and giving us that. So um, anyway, Let's see here. Going to share my screen here. All right, guys. So the wonderful MarsAttacksRadio.com, always working on it, always trying to better it. Uh, the mobile version looks different. I've changed a few of these things here. I've done a lot to make the site faster for everyone. Oh, look, the revenge of Yarg last week's episode is here. 
So if you missed out on it, you can listen to it while you're on the go. Or if you want to relive the actual live stream, you can scroll down a little further and check out the video version. You can also check out the previous discussion, the Judas Priest discussion with my patrons. And before that, the Ask the Host episode. So there you go. We also have the lovely new releases here. Some uh, pretty neat releases today. I wrote about the new Poppy album. I know that that's not for everyone. But um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a fun album. Um, it's only 32 minutes long. It's like an old school album. A lot of it is really heavily influenced by, in my opinion, a lot of like 80s and 90s rock, especially alt rock. There's still plenty of heaviness there. There's distorted guitars, distorted vocals, guttural vocals, things that you've come to know from Poppy in the past. But it's kind of like with a different spin. And it's the first time, if I'm not mistaken, that she's worked on a full-length album without the producer that had worked with her on the previous albums. A Pale Horse Named Death put out a new album today, Infernus and Terra, which means Hell on Earth. Uh, if you're into Sal Abrascato's original band, which was um, Typo Negative, it kind of has a real typo feel to it. So I would, you know, recommend you guys checking it out if you're into typo. So Brad, yeah. Well, Poppy is a mix of like hard rock metal with pop music, <laughs> you know, uh, it's not for everyone, but you know, I do recommend you, Checking it out. Some of the other albums that dropped today, new albums by Tremonti. That's Mark Tremonti from Creed and Alter Bridge, Uriah Heep, Sammy Yaffa of the um, New York Dolls, and Jet Boy, if I'm not mistaken. Rivers of, of Nile, Sleep Token, Psycho, Walder Fluster, Forgetting the Memory, Helen Back, Rebels End, Spectre, Withering Soul, Paradox, We Butter the Butter with Butter, Toxic Rose, Velvet Chains, Mad, Ro Mad Rost, Mad Roast. Now, Roast would be R, it would be R O A S T, Rost, Mad Rost, L L N N, not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, skepticism, cyan, temptation, the ziggins, Jerome D Jerome's dream, velvets, and pop one, pop twelve eighty, EPs from Chrisix, band out of Spain, Electric Mud, uh, Cerebellion, call call me. <laughs> Call me charisma, charisma. Wow. Who learned you English, my friend? Tripping all over the words. Diplomatic immunity. Another great typo. Um, sorrow and the spire. Thunder. A reissues. Thunder. All the right noises. This is something that I talked about where, uh, and it's something that John Bush actually talked about too. Just constant re-releases. This album was released a little while ago, and they're now reissuing it with 
stuff that was in the uh, like deluxe edition when it first came out and then they're adding live stuff to it and it's just kind of weird why, why make fans pay for shit over and over again I don't get it but anyway Quicksilver Distant Populations uh, this is the physical release of a digital album that was released a few months back we all know about the shortage in vinyl so that's why Quicksand is releasing this now and we have live albums fronted by two uh, amazing women, Doro with Triumph and Agony live CD and DVD and Leaves Eyes, the last Viking Midsummer Edition CD and DVD. Folks, if you are so inclined to pick the al- these, any of these albums up on Amazon, please use my links. I am an affiliate, so I have to specify that here. I have links to the... U.S. store, Canadian store, U.K., Germany, France, and Spain. Um, If it is a qualifying offer, let's say, I get a small, small kickback. And when I say small, I mean small. Um, So, yeah, you have that. Um, Also, sign up for the newsletter if you haven't. I'm back to releasing a newsletter every week or so. And let's see here. Yeah, we have that at the bottom of of every site. I talked about Patreon. Folks, if you want to support the show, there's many different ways that you can do it. You can do so by coming to support the site and make a PayPal donation. Hey, look at that. The, the buy me a pizza link is missing. All right. So I got to fix that. Um, you can join the Mars Attacks Patreon or you can join the Mark Striegel's Patreon. Either one helps keep the lights on. And then all the fun Amazon links that I mentioned. And of course, thank you guys for your support. Also, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, go to subscribe to podcast. It's that simple. The top part pertains to all the places where you can listen to the audio version of the show, including Mixcloud. This is going out live on Mixcloud. So if by chance you're going out to dinner one Saturday and you want to listen to the show or you're at your kid's you know, football game and you want to listen to the show and you don't want to watch it, Mixcloud. Install the Mixcloud app on your phone. Search for Mars Attacks, or I'm sorry, search for Signals from Mars. Or just come to this and click on this link and you'll be able to listen to the show live when it is taking place live. Then there's tons of different places where you can subscribe to watch it live. We stream, or I stream, on 14 different platforms every Friday. So pick your poison. Choose the one that works best for you. I guess I got to change the Periscope logo now to Twitter since uh, Periscope is not done. So cool to come in. And find that out. So there you go. Um, Let's see here. Well, actually, I'm noticing that with um, Mixcloud. Let me uh, switch over to that. Uh, Not so fast. Let's see. Let's go to Mixcloud. 
So if we are in Mixcloud, it's right here. And let me let you in on a little secret, folks. If you're jonesing for the podcast and you haven't seen it go up yet, the audio form, Mixcloud has it at like uh, 6 a.m., on Fridays. I have no idea why it split the John Bush interview up into two separate interviews or two separate sessions, but it's 20 some odd minutes, one and 40 some odd minutes, the other, but uh revenge of Yarg right there. Last week's episode, Nicholas Dumont, the failed Danko Jones interview. Hmm. That's like a mixed cloud exclusive at this point. So if you actually want to listen to it, just go there and listen to me uh, fumble waiting for Danko Jones to appear. So still has not appeared, still working on that. Um, don't know if we'll be able to, to make that work at this point, but is what it is. Um, I also want to give you guys a kind of a sneak peek here of what I do with the Patreon podcast that I do. So usually what I do is go over, you know, what I used to do here live. I go over to Blabbermouth or Brave Words or whatever. And I, um, I, I go over the music news basically. And I talk about either things related to the podcast or things related to recent music news. And, you know, I rant about some of this stuff. So, um, here we go. So I mentioned this before guns and roses releases another new song called, um, hard school, actually really cool sounding. I was pleasantly surprised. So there are a lot of rumors as to what, um, to, to what is going on. And, um, that's, that's what's going on with Guns N' Roses. Let's see. Corey Taylor. Joey Jordanson's death is a tragedy. Volbeat announces new album. Uh, the new song they released last night is the only one out of the three that, you know, I can, I really care for. Nita Strauss plays Jason Becker's guitar at an Alice Cooper show. Shine Down versus Body Shaming Trolls. Kiss biopic to focus on first four years. Rolling Stones return to live stage. It's interesting how they have pivoted to posting about the Rolling Stones in like the last year or two. Got to do what you got to do to keep heating the pool. <laughs> so there you go. All right. So Gene Simmons sells Beverly Hills Mansion. Uh, Brad, to answer your question, I think he's living outside of Vegas or maybe it's Oregon. I forget. Um, let me see here. Yeah, he bought a new home in, in Nevada for $8.2 and he made 16 on this one. So he made twice as much money on this, plus he sold his Laurel Canyon home, I believe, as well. All, from what he's saying, all due to taxes. I think he has another house in Canada and possibly another one in Oregon because I believe for a while in 
during COVID, he was either up in Oregon or Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Speaking of Canada, Megadeth and Lamb of God, Canadian, the metal tour of the year shows postponed until spring 2022. KK Downing says Rob Halford wanted to form a new three guitar metal band with him a decade ago. It's it's so interesting how all of these all of these things are are coming out now. Um, whether it's true or not, you know, we have all of these bands deciding to do side projects, and Rob has done a bunch of side projects even after coming back to Priest. So he's done that Christmas album and he did a blues album, if I'm not mistaken. So who knows? Don't uh, I kind of doubt that will ever happen, him and KK pairing up again, but who knows? Corey Taylor on his COVID-19 battle. It was the sickest I've ever been in my life. Um, okay. Deep Purple to release covers album. Turning to the crime in November. Track listing artwork revealed. So let me uh, check this out. Hold on. Let me do this uh, a different way. Yeah, this doesn't look too ridiculous. All right. No. Um... Okay, so here we go. This is what I'm looking for. Um, so Deep Purple, let's see what the track listing is. Okay. Seven and Seven is song that's been covered a million times, if I'm not mistaken. Rocket Pneumonia and the Boogie Woogie Flu from Hugh Piano Smith. Covered a bunch of times. Oh well by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, well, they're doing that. Jenny, take a ride. Mitch Ryder and Detroit Wheels. Watching the River Flow, Bob Dylan. Okay, at least it's not all on the watchtower. <laughs> um, Let the Good Times Roll, which is uh, Ray Charles and Quincy Jones. Dixie Chicken, Little Feet. Oh, boy. Chicks in White Limos. That's what they... Uh, that's that's what the guy from Little Feet said. Um, <laughs> said uh, said to the guys from Armored Saint when he was brought in to write hits with them. So uh, let's see. Brad is saying rockin' pneumonia blows. We need a vaccine. Hey, Amen. <laughs> uh, shapes of things. The Yardbirds. The Battle of New Orleans. Lonnie Donegan, Johnny Horton, Lucifer, Bob Seeger System, White Room by Cream. All right. There had to be one song that we've heard a million and one times, and we there was no reason that we needed it. Caught in the Act, a melody. Oh, wow. <sighs> None of these songs sound interesting. Ding, ding. Circle gets a square. Bob Dahl. Tell the man what he's won. 
He's won a, <laughs> a year supply of <laughs> of horse paralyzer. Um, let's see. Rob Halford is not interested in hearing Tim Ripper Owens errors. Judas Priest thumbs. Wow, he's changed his tune. I tell you what, <laughs> I'd prefer to listen to Demolition over um did I say Bob Doll instead of Brad Doll? Bob Doll is the basis for poison. Sorry. Um, anyway. It's an interview with Classic Rock Magazine. Judas Priest singer Rob Halford asks if he listened to Demolition or Jugulator, the two albums Priest made with singer Tim Ripper Owens. No, I still haven't. That might sound selfish, but because it's not me singing, I'm not attracted to it. I sound like a twat, but I'm really just not interested. And that's no disrespect to Ripper because he's a friend of mine. So as much crap as I give Bruce Dickinson, at least he has no issue singing the Blaze Bailey stuff. There's stuff on Demolition that I think if Halford were to cover, people would go apeshit over because it sounds cool. Um, we talked about this during the Judas Priest discussion. Uh, yeah, outside of firepower, let me just put it to you this way. Just my opinion. Judas Judas is rising is the best thing that they've recorded outside of firepower. Um, Angel of Retribution isn't as good as Demolition. Nostradamus is sure as shit isn't as good as Demolition. And what's the other one? Redeemer of Souls with the crappy guitar sound on that. Nowhere near as good as Demolition. So as selfish as he wants to sound, I think he should listen to that stuff because there's some stuff on there that's better than what they did. Just my opinion. You don't have to agree with me, but it is what it is. Um, okay, cool. So Priest is here next week. Still deciding if I should go. Depends on the ticket, says Brad Dahl. Okay. Kiss sold out here this week. 20,000 people. Shit, I thought they were playing at your basketball court. That's a little bit. That's That's a little bigger than your court, Brad. <laughs> um, in this moment of Brad and, and Bradvale Brides. All right, so not only am I screwing up Brad's name, but also Brad has a new band called the Bradvale Brides. Blackvale Brides. Show postponed after several members test positive for COVID-19. Ex-Kid Row singer Sebastian Bach reveals most challenging part of performing Entire Slave to the Grind album. They can't do it without the rest of the guys, man. Um, Ramstein Guitar Semigrate Project announced the persistence of memory album. Yes. Really love everything Richard has done with Emigrate. The one single that he's released has been great. I will definitely be, you open this tab up to remind myself about it later because I'll definitely be checking this out. Florida's Rebel Rock Festival canceled with Incubus, Five Finger Death Punch, and Rise Against. 
Ministries U.S. tour moved to March, April 2022 due to COVID-19 concerns. Red Hot Chili Peppers to embark on 2022 Global Stadium Tour. Nonpoint released covers of Prince's When Doves Cry. Okay, so before we get excited about hearing them cover When Doves Cry, I have the demo to Local H's about-to-be-released all-covers album. And on that album, they covered One Dove's Cry, not once, but twice. Acoustic and electric version. So <laughs> that's what I have to say about that. The Darkness released music video for new single, Jesse's Girl. Wow, thrilling. I think that out of their entire catalog, there may be six songs that I like. Again, my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. Killswitch Engage releases Us Against the World video. So this is um, a track from the band's Atonement uh, album, which came out um, came out last year at this point, I believe. Uh, let's see. I really thought there would be a lot of tickets left for Kiss on resale, but they disappeared. As I Lie Dying release new song, Roots, Root Beer, <laughs> Roots Below. Guns N' Roses officially dropped new single, Hard School. Slipknots, Corey Taylor opens up about Joey Jordanson's death. It's a damn tragedy. Disgruntled fan crashes car into club during POD concert. All right, this I got to read. Why, why is this guy crashing his car? Two people were arrested earlier this week after they crashed the car into uh, a Birmingham, Alabama club or POD, POD, table on death, uh, from ashes to new, and all good things were performing. Um, they fled the scene before being taken into custody. You left your car with a damn license plate behind. How'd you think they weren't going to catch you? Jesus. Dude just tried to kill security with his car. Okay, but does it say why? Apparently what happened was this dude got kicked out of the show tonight, and I guess he got mad at the security Guard for doing that. I guess they got in a fight, and from what I heard, someone pulled a gun. Security pulled a gun or something like that. They got into a fight, and the and then this dude left. I guess what ended up happening after he left, he came back with his car and tried to run the security guard over. The dude ran his fucking car into the bar, into the club. I guess he must have hit the security guard, but the security guard seemed fine. He's bleeding, but he seems like he's fine. But the dude who's driving the car is mangled. The dude is like all messed up. Makes complete sense. Why not? <laughs> oh, cool. You know the guy from Local 8. Sure, they're from Chicago. I would, you know, I should expect that. Part of your Chicago connections there. You should have him on your podcast. And I mean... No knock on the band. I love their previous album. I think the track Beyond the Valley of 
Beyond the Valley of Snakes is one of the coolest tracks to come out in the last few years. I still play it all the time. Came out, I think, a year or two ago, thanks to Aaron Camaro for playing tracks off of that on Despo Geek when you still could. And that turned me onto that album. And it was cool. The the covers album, all right. The, so the covers album is kind of cool. The problem is that there are songs that I've heard done a million times, and there are other songs that um, just with him, I get it, it's stripped down, and it's just him singing. So, like, a lot of the choruses are lacking, like, the backing vocals. So some of the songs just don't work because of that for me. But, that again, my stupid opinion. So watch Ace Fraley's, if you're Paul Stanley, Ace Fraley's, Watch Ace Fraley perform in Boston. Okay, Rob Halford explains, Judas Priest gigantic, huge, inflatable bull. You actually have an inflatable bull? <laughs> okay. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see. Well, this is unique. Judas Priest became famous not only for our music, but for the show, the spectacle that we've been putting on for decades, we give you in an indelible metal memory. So when you've seen or witnessed a Judas Priest show, the lives in your heart or your Jesus that lives, not lives. Sorry. Thinking of live shows that lives in your heart and my, and your mind forever. So this is an opportunity for us to really, do those things, but in a new dimension, we've created a real cool set list. It's like a factory. Uh, so where does it say anything about the bull? Let me... Uh, hmm. Okay. Uh, and a couple of crazy things like a gigantic, huge inflatable bull that is half the size of the stage because we're from... We're from... Where we're from in Birmingham, it's famous for the this bull ring as it is called, and the bulls that used to be sold there are part of trade and commerce and so forth. They're kind of synonymous with that. So we've got this thing happening at the end of the show, and people are like, oh, my God, is that real? Yeah, because people are expecting priests to pull out a real bull, which is like twice the size of a human being. Halford will next be playing Paul Bunyan in a local theater, <laughs> you know, because he's used to being next to a, a giant bull. He's now going to, you know, be up there singing operatic vocals to a purple ox. Whitechapel shares music video for song, a blood soaked symphony. John five returning to the live stage after a year and a half was an amazing feeling. Vaccinated ex-Judas Priest singer Tim Ripper Owens feels pretty safe going back on tour. I'm ready to rock. Queen's Roger Taylor releases lyric video for the clapping song solo single. Used to love Queen and Roger Taylor so much. Roger Taylor and Brian may have just done so much, in my opinion, to just make me uninterested in that band. You know, I still listen to their stuff, but it's got to be choice things. 
Bring me the horizon behind the scenes footage from making of the Die For You video. Hailstrom behind the scenes footage from making of Back From The Dead video. Making of Can Victor Read Correctly video. Metallica shares pro shot video of Creeping Death performance from San Francisco Club Concert. Queen directs Eddie Jackson was sold on singer Todd LaTorre after just one song. Um, Kiss manager says band's last ever concert will now take place at the end of 2022. In New York, supposedly, City Field. Um... Yeah, we're supposed to end this year, actually in July, but because of COVID stopping us from doing the tour, it set us back a year and a half. This is um, a Talking Metal exclusive. In a new video, as transcribed by Blabbermouth.net, so it looks like the last show of KISS, as you know it, with Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, will be sometime at the end of next year. We don't have a locked date yet because what's going on? It's very difficult for people to hold tours because we don't even know if we're going to be able to play. If you're trying to hold to hold dates, but so we're trying to hold dates, but it will be next year. All right. So there you go. Mark got the exclusive on that. Cool. Yeah, here we go. We're back with uh, Want to Become Famous by followers. Prime and videos on bigfollowers.com. Want to stop spamming? Um, where is this? Hey, there you go. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Niall signs with Napalm Records, announces 2022 tour. Yeah, I, I have to uh, <laughs> let me let you in on, on a little secret here, Mr. Dahl. I have to listen to that interview to do the recap show this weekend. So there you go. Guns N' Roses to release Hard School this Friday. Already mentioned that. And let's see. Behemoth's Negro to release Me and That Man's music video with Angel of Light featuring Merker, I believe is the way that you pronounce that. Nirvana's Nevermind 30th Anniversary Edition to include 70 previously unreleased audio and video tracks. They just did a a like extensive deluxe, re-deluxe, super deluxe edition that cost like a ridiculous amount of money. Why do this to fans again? Uh, the Volbeat announcement, Sammy Hagar and the Circle play rooftop concert above the Las Vegas Strip. Alice Cooper Display added to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Legends of Rock exhibit. Journeys Dean Castronovo to undergo herniated disc surgery this week. John Karabi, there's multiple reasons why I wouldn't go back to see Motley Crue perform on the stadium tour. 
Okay. So let's see what Mr. Karabi says. Um, I probably wouldn't go. I went to see Motley back when my tenure with the band ended. I saw them at the Hollywood Bowl. They were playing with Aerosmith. It was brutal because I wound up answering questions from the fans that recognized me. For that reason, I probably wouldn't go. There's multiple reasons why I wouldn't go, but I use that one for this interview. I do have to say that for me, one of my absolute favorite Motley, Motley songs is Primal Scream. I love that tune. I love the riff. I love the drum beat. Everything about it. I love performing that one live. So there you go. Makes sense. You want to go and enjoy the show. I'd get pummeled with questions. Jerry Cantrell says there really isn't a difference between his songwriting approach for Alice in Chains and his solo album. So, uh, yeah, I talked about this earlier today on Patreon. Jerry Cantrell's two solo albums in the 90s are both great. It is the proof or the exact example you need to see why bands who have an established brand name don't want to get rid of it because those albums did not sell as well as they should have, whereas when he brought the Alice in Chains moniker back, he started to get radio play, albums started to sell again, so on and so forth. And I just think it's dumb that a lot of people talk about how, oh, you know, um, William Duvall sounds just like Lane Staley. Uh, maybe you're confusing the fact that Jerry Cantrell was in the band and his vocals have always been prevalent. So you're mixing his vocals with what you thought were Lane Staley's vocals. So there you go. Uh, let's see, Brad Dahl in the chat. I've never heard Eddie Jackson do a decent interview. He is a great bass player, though. <laughs> That's funny. I saw ZZ Top at Anaheim Stadium, and they have two live Longhorn Steers on stage. They, they were the only thing on stage which moved, and they were... And they were chained to the stage. Brad, were those real live longhorns or were those props? Uh, let's see. Ted Nugent share snippet of new song uh, feedback. Grindfire. Okay. Iron Maiden's Eddie mascot to get his own Funko Pop digital NFT. <laughs> they were. Uh, when did you say you saw this? Let's see. How long ago was that? Watch Ratzinger, Stephen Piercy's official documentary, Nothing to Lose. Ian Hill doesn't think next year's Priest album will arrive before 2023, a reason for them to tour again. 1976. Wow. So that was singing or that was really sinking. That was really thinking outside of the box. So there you go. Um, see, I mentioned the need of Strauss thing. KK Downing says the right decision for Judas Priest to shelf collaboration with stock Aikman and Waterman. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, 
Um, let's see. So, yeah, so they're mostly known for, you know, Bananarama and Rick Astley and I guess Kylie Minogue as well. Um, in 88, they spent four days in the studio with them to cover You Are Everything by the Stylistics and the two and two penned by, by them, Run Around and I Will Return. Priest members later indicated that the sessions were nothing more than experiments that were never intended to see the light of day. <laughs> so their manager was messing with them back then as well. Anyway. Um, the stage was shaped like Texas too. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, amazing. So uh, let's see here. Let's go over to Brave Words. See if we have anything different here. All right. So we kind of mentioned all that stuff. Hey, let's do the This Day in Metal. So let's see. The 24th is the anniversary of the death of, and this is on bravewords.com, Dennis Piggy Diamore from Voivod. Passed away in 2005 already. Wow, 16 years ago. Um, Hengel um, Englink, I guess that's how you pronounce it, from Fair Warning and Dreamtide. Happy 59th birthday. Happy 59th birthday, young man. Sean McNabb of Dokken, Great White, and Quiet Riot. Happy 56th. Michael Sean Clown Crahan from Slipknot. Born in 69. 69, dude. All right, 50th anniversary of T-Rex's Electric Warrior today. Rush's Caress of Steel. The Honey Drippers, Volume 1. I'm still waiting on Volume 2, man. <laughs> Led Zeppelin, the complete studio recordings, came out in 93. All right, I have an interesting story about this one. I bought this at a strip mall in Jersey City, New Jersey. Got it home, and Coda was missing. And I went back, and I had paid 120 bucks for it, and they said, well, we'll... We'll give you $10 store credit. You can pick up another CD instead. I'm like, no, I want Coda, you know, and, and I know that these remasters sound better than what has already come out. Um, so I went back and I returned it and I found it a little bit later. Unfortunately, I sold it before moving to Europe, but that's neither here nor there. But let's see. All right. Rest in Peace by Megadeth came out um, in 19, well, 1990. Last year would have been 30 years, so 31 years ago. Nirvana's Nevermind. Wow, what, what a release day. So Rest in Peace by, by Nirvana, yeah, uh, by Megadeth. Nevermind by Nirvana. Prove You Wrong by Prong. All came out on the same day in 1991. So they're all 31 years old. So amazing. 
Uh, let's see. 24-7 Spies, Heavy Metal Soul, By the Pound, came out today in 1996. Blue Oyster Cults, A Long Day's Night. In 2002, Downs, Down 3, Over the Under. 2007, also coming out that day. It says happy, happy 30th. Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm I'm a dope. Okay, no, Rest in Peace came out a year early, 31, and then a year later on the same day uh, was Nirvana in the prong release, so I'm totally off there. All right, my bad. Sorry. Dark Thrones, uh, F-O-A-D. In 2007, Arch Enemy, Rise of the Tyrants. Also today in 2007, Marduk's Warm, Wormwood and Buckethead's Needle in a Slunk Sack. This day in 2009, Demu Boyer's Abradabra. Abradabra. September 24th of 2010, so 11 years ago. Let's see what else. Circle the Circles, Consequence of Power, Exciter's Death Machine, and Revolution Resistance's Trinity came out today in 2010. In 2012, Steve, Har Steve Harris from Iron Maiden's British Lion. And let's see what else. Sinbreed, uh, Tamira's Exile, and Tiger of Pang Tang's Ambush, Dream Theater's. Self-titled Dream Theater, 8th anniversary. Also celebrating its 8th anniversary is um, Countdown to Extinction Live by Megadeth, Metallica's Through the Never soundtrack, and Ra's Critical Mass. So there you go. Who all is out there still? Brad, you still with me? Rob Rowe, you still out there with me? Who else is in the chat? Who else is watching outside of people trying to peddle <laughs> their wares on the internet? Um, let's go over real quickly to metal injection. It's a lot of the same stuff that we covered before. Yeah, this is all stick to your gun stream new song partially written by late, Ar late architects guitarist Tom Searly. Gall's weird drop atmospheric new single, The Humming Mountain, Creeping Death Spew, Spews, Churning Riff on New Song. Humanity Transcends. And let's see if you missed it. Guns N' Roses rumored to release new, another new song and four covers this Friday. Well, they did new song. Nyla announced U.S. tour with Incarnation and more. Dave Lombardo teases upcoming mystery projects. The most progressive metal I've ever done. There you go. Jesus Priest Rob Halford picks his favorite Metallica and Slayer songs.
Uh, where is this? Ah, uh, this isn't the complete. Okay. Let's see. So the complete list is on Rolling Stone. Ah, uh, you got to watch the video. Okay. So I saw another page that had the entire list written up. So um, he's not saying anything out of the ordinary, like paranoid. And I think the song Ride the Lightning by Metallica is maybe the furthest thing outside of the box that he chooses. So there you go. In any event, Brad, any uh, parting words you want to jump on for the last five, 10 minutes and tell us a quick story or uh, you're busy or, or whatever, giving a, an, an open floor to anyone that wants to jump on real quick for like uh, the last 10 minutes. Anyone going once, going twice. I realize this is on delay. Well, in any event, today's show was, um, <laughs> Brad is not set up for audio. You see, Brad. Brad's voluptuous voice needs to be heard in full quadraphenic sound. If it doesn't have that going on, then it's no point at all. See, if you see his setup, his, his board has like 240 channels and he's got all of these things plugged into it to give him that voluptuous, lovely, irresistible irresistible, buttery tones and voice. <laughs> so there you go. Um, just want to mention real quick, you know, there are a few things that I have in the works, a few different uh, ideas that, uh, that I'm working on. I had a conference call with uh, someone very prevalent about doing something on a new platform. We'll see how that goes. It all comes down to time. If I can, if I can find time to do what I want to do, then I think it'll be something really neat. I want to hold a, another meeting with them to see what I can and can't do. And then, um, and then, yeah, we'll see. Um, there may be something with regards to like, um, an after show as well. We'll we'll see how it all turns out because there's a lot of new and exciting platforms on there that um, that that are allowing people to kind of interact a little more with people. This is great. I'm not going to say that this is bad by any stretch of the imagination, but um, it is. Um, it, it isn't what these other platforms are offering. Let me just put it to you that way. So there's a lot of exciting things that, that, that I'm working on. If, if they don't come out, if I'm not able to pull off what I want to do, I'll still, I'll still let you guys know in, in a few weeks to, you know, a month before the end of the year, surely I'll say, Hey, this is what I had in mind. It didn't work out because of this, because of logistics, because of time, because of, 
you know, not having the proper investment in there, but uh, definitely always trying to do different things on Mars attacks to um, Mars attacks and the signals from Mars live stream to keep you guys engaged. So, um, uh, what else is going on? Yeah. So I have the Joey Vera interview, Joey Vera of armored Saint this Wednesday, working on a few other things, actually, uh, October 2nd, have Ryan J. Downey from NotFest and a bunch of other cool things. He was on MTV as well. Have him coming on. Going to be a real interesting uh, interview, I think. Um, he has a podcast called uh, Speak and Destroy. Make sure I'm not screwing that up, but it's a Metallica podcast. And the cool thing about it is that he interviews other people about their love of Metallica, which is really a, a really neat idea. Um, speak and destroy. Yeah. So I don't want to mix it up with his newsletter. I retweeted about his newsletter the other day. The newsletter is actually really, really cool because he does a lot of, a lot of research. And for a music nerd like myself, reading a lot of this stuff is just, really cool you know as far as album sales go the streaming stuff and um just other things in general just like music data which is just really neat you know we talked about brad was talking about um show attendance okay so it's called stream and destroy is the name of his newsletter and um let me just see if I can pop this open. But um, okay. So yes, yeah, so you have to subscribe to it. I I've subscribed to it, and there's actually a lot of really cool information. So I highly recommend it if you like all that kind of data. You know what. What things, what hard rock and metal things and punk rock things are being streamed, they're being purchased, what videos are being played, the attendance at shows and things like that. He's got you covered. So um, really cool idea, and, and I love it. I started subscribing earlier this year, and I highly recommend it. Um, what else? There's also, I've been, like I said before, there's, Danko Jones, who I'm finally trying to get on here. And I've been talking to Joe Stump, who I've had on the show twice already. I'm trying to get him back on. So, yes, Brad, I am no Doc McGee is what he is saying. You're just Brad Dahl. And that's good enough for me. How about that? Anyway, folks, going to wrap up the show now. Thank you all for watching live for listening to the replay. Hope you enjoyed this. Remember you can check me out on Patreon as well with an exclusive podcast, a lot of video content, the album of the week unboxing video as well. Got something really interesting today in the mail that will be part of September. No part of October's unboxing. So there you go. Um, anyway, again, 
Thank you, guys. Hey, that's Rob Rowe. Now, Rob, I don't know if that's Rob Rowe answering or if it's his mic answering. Because let me tell you, his mic took over for that Judas Priest discussion. And he was solid as a rock, my friend. No one was fucking with that guy. I'm kidding. Rob, love you. Thanks for your support. I really appreciate it. Um, Guys, again, thanks for being here tonight. Thanks for listening to the replay. Thanks to all my patrons that are out there. If you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash marsattacksradio.com. And on that note, pull the video up first. On that note, I say, see ya. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on the Signals from Mars live stream brought to you by the Mars Attacks podcast and vmrit.com. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Mars Attacks podcast. This concludes our show. 